Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Space Game Junkie Podcast. I, as always, am your co-host, Brian. Joining us back from his boat sickness of death journey is your co-host, Jim. We're glad you're back and feeling better. (laughs) Yeah, brought to you by Plague Boats. (laughs) (laughs) The, The cruise to hell. He's got the plague. Uh, also joining us is your co-host, Spaz. Hello. And your co-host, Hunter. Hey, I'm here with all of my driver updates. It works. Yay, it's working. Uh, folks, we have a guest this week joining us from Seattle, Washington. The uh, designer of the uh, currently kickstarting Card Battling 4X thing is uh, uh, called Void Eclipse is Jesse Dannenbring. Did I say that right? I should have asked you how you to did. say You did. You okay. did. Oh, no, no worries. Yeah, I should, I should have asked beforehand. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Jesse, for joining us. Now, folks, uh, sadly, we couldn't get any uh, workable footage of the game. That's why if you're watching live, we just have a static image. Uh, so just FYI. Um, but, you know... Pull up Pornhub or something. In the <laughs> I'll, I'll just I'll just find a speed run of Mist and uh, and put that put put that on the background. <laughs> so <laughs> if there's such a thing, uh, so Jesse, one of my first games. Oh really, Mist? That was a lot of people's first yeah. games because that was like uh-huh. that was like really the first. Yeah. What? Wasn't like one of the first games that really like got to the mainstream. Like it was on the news, and there were ads for it, and like all kinds of like like people were buying computers with CD-ROMs for it. You know, like mm-hmm. it sold an ass ton of games, and I actually got the Kickstarter Collector's Edition box like replica book. That's how much I love Mist. Right, right. And is that that thing is pretty awesome, right? Dude, it's great. Like you open it up and it's got this like cool little LCD and it like looks it, and it plays like the intro video. But the cool thing on top of that is is that you can plug it into your computer. It's got video, so you can change it to like the Riven intro or you can change it to all kinds of different stuff. You can even <laughs> upload your own videos and have it play like your your family like portrait to oh, a cruise. That's you can great. put your cruise you can put your cruise video on there. <laughs> oh great! Step, step into my, step into my portal. Below. Video of me blowing my nose for three and a half days, <laughs> shooting webs like Spider Man. I don't think we have any big news to go over uh, before we jump into our topic. I don't think there's been any. Uh, well, I guess Death stranding up EA, EA games coming back to Steam uh, after eight years. I guess that's kind of a big deal. Um, uh, that that is a huge deal. On top of that, Outer Worlds dropped last week, and oh boy. Is it good? Yeah, that's good. I'll get it. Yes, it is a lot of fun. I'll it's get a, it's. I think it qualifies almost as a space game. I mean, you get your own ship and oh, fly around you, the planets. Really? Oh, yeah. So hmm. I did not realize this. They did not really. They didn't really ever advertise the space part of it very much. So I didn't think it was a space game. Uh, well, it's a it's a it's a it's a triple A studio as an indie studio and a triple A studio. If that makes sense. So. Yeah, yeah. It's Microsoft and Obsidian, right? Or is is it just Obsidian? yeah? So like, so it's Obsidian who's owned by Microsoft, but like, it got it it, it really kind of got touted not as a triple A game though. Like, it's, 
it almost it almost came out under like an indie banner from from for all intents and purposes. I saw someone on my Twitter feed say they finished it in fourteen hours, like all of it. Yeah, like people just... people have been binging it, but the thing is though, is there's more to it than fourteen hours. Oh, that's good to hear. I was like, if you want to, if you want to go do it, well, I mean, if you're doing just straight trying to finish the game, like, yeah, you can binge through it and like, you know, you know, it's a weekend game if you just want to like play through to credits. Yeah, but, like, I'm I'm playing this like that guy that stole every sweet roll in Skyrim. <laughs> it, yeah, there's there's a there's a <laughs> lot more there's a lot more to it than just like playing through to credits. There's a whole bunch of side stuff. There's a lot of things you can go and see. It's a beautiful looking game. On top of that. Yeah, it's like if you put it on like I'm playing it on like normal, like medium difficulty. Um the thing that I really like about the game is that you start out and wow, anything will just whip your ass, right? And then you level up some and you upgrade your equipment and then it's like, wow, I'm god on this planet and you you know, you can you're just OP as hell. And then you go to well, the next planet and then you're junk again. So well, it's, it's kind of like it, it doesn't you don't get OP and stay that way. It's got a nice power curve because it just keeps it's like a sine wave of, of balance. Right. Here's here's a great example of this game that I think is fun. Jim and I had a little conversation and he was like, oh, hey, did you get your second companion yet? And I was like, no, who's that? And he's like, oh, it's the priest. He's kind of like book from Firefly. And I was Ooh. like, oh, no, I I killed him. And he was like, <laughs> he was like, he was like, he's like, what? And I was like, oh. yeah. Well, I went, I went into town, and he got really mad at me. So I, I like, and he was attacking me. So I had to put him down. And he's like, well, he's supposed to be your second companion. How does that work? And I was like, I don't, I don't know. But like, he's dead, and the game's still going. So like, you know what? Just jacked I, I mean, out of like about ten side quests right there. So, but you know, it's it's but like different I ways go, to play it. There, there's like two NPCs that are vital that you can't kill. And the way that they keep you from doing that is they only talk to you. Uh, you know, one guy's behind a big bulletproof glass window cause he's in a lab <laughs> and, and you, so you can't off him. Although I will, I will eventually get in there and kill him. Um, but the, uh, then the other one is like the president, right? And they, they just talk to you on TV. So you can't shoot her either, but everybody else, you can walk in the room and they'll be like, "Hey, stranger," and you're like, "Bam!" Wow. <laughs> well, I mean, if Alpha Protocol told us anything, it told us that Obsidian knows how to make very oh, a game that can go in a million different directions. Also, it's made by the guys who like invented Fallout, basically. Yeah, and and also did uh, Fallout New, New Vegas, Vegas, yeah, which New is Vegas. like the most like. The only I, Fallout, the only Fallout after two that was actually an RPG. <laughs> I mean, I like I like three and I like four, but I don't like them for that reason. So yeah, it's like the, this this one as well. It's like the dialogue choices matter. If you're a dick to somebody, the word gets around. You know? it's, yep. Yeah, hey, Just like uh, Alpha Protocol. So, yeah, so Hunter, Granny with the cookies. Dude, I haven't gotten there yet. Her. I haven't gotten there oh, yet. Man. Never mind. Yep, yep. We're going to leave it at that. All right. <laughs> Thank you. So She's I guess, good, too. I guess, oh, are you also playing it, Jesse? Are you also playing the game? Oh, I, I, I really want to. My brother's playing it. <laughs> but uh, I, I've i just been too busy, but yeah. You've been, I will, too busy, you've been too busy with the uh, 
We're going to pivot back to the Kickstarter. You've been too busy with the Kickstarter <laughs> that uh, you launched. <laughs> um, well, yesterday? Was it yesterday you launched it as we're recording this? Yep, yep. Monday. I got to say, you are, I mean, you have, I, I'm always, it's always nice to see these uh, Kickstarter campaigns with a modest goal. Like a lot of Kickstarters, they, um, you know, 80,000, 100,000, a million. Yours is 15,000 and you're, it's like, it's interesting when you see a, a goal that relatively small move so quickly because people are like, that's all he needs. All right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah, yeah you're about, the, uh... yeah, you're what? Two thirds of the way there at the moment. Yeah. I think it's about 65, 66. I've been, I've been forcing myself not to look at the, uh, not to refresh the page every five minutes <laughs> to actually go do other things. <laughs> well, I have to say your campaign page is pretty great. Uh, it's got a lot of detail about the game, animated GIFs. You have a soundtrack clip. Uh, I really like the section about the risks and the rewards and all that stuff. Uh, oh, I thanks. have to say it's a very well fleshed out. Uh, Cause you see some of these campaigns and they're like, we want to make a game. Thanks. It's like, um, I need to learn more about that and you before I give you my money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, you also got yeah, the, I, sorry, go ahead. Oh no, I was just going to say, like, I just kind of looked at like what every, every other campaign that's been successful has done. And, and it's definitely like they, they lay it all out for you. Although I did have to pare back a little bit cause I tend to get a little too detailed, but <laughs> yeah. And you also got uh, listed as projects we love. By Kickstarter. Congratulations yeah. on that. Thank you. Yeah, it's always so mysterious. They keep it they keep it very mysterious about how that works, but <laughs> I must have checked I must have checked the bot the right boxes. They they probably they probably uh yeah, they probably do that so people won't try to game it. Um so let's mm -hmm. talk about the game. It is a what would be your elevator pitch of this game? Because it's got a lot going on. Uh it's got a, a few like it's got several different like layers to it so how what would be your elevator yeah. pitch of this game be so the elevator pitch uh i start out by saying it's a card battler just so that you don't see all the other fun space stuff and then see the cards and get disappointed <laughs> just so people people know what they're getting into when it, it comes to the the core conflict the time that you're going to spend like battling between um the different races and then outside of that um, it's, I like to think of it kind of like, you know, and going back to like board games, like risk, you know, how you'd like kind of gather your armies and you build up. And as you take over South America and North America, you're kind of gaining steam and creating more units. Uh, it's kind of like that, except instead of just making more units, you're upgrading them, giving them new abilities. So, yeah. And the units are the cards. Right. Is that what? Right. Is that, okay. So, yeah. I, I, if I remember correctly, you're basically an android that's woken up from a, a long slumber. And mm -hmm. not only do you not remember anything about you, but now there's like, you got this empire that needs your help to uh, survive. So, there's kind of a, would you call it a, like an FTL like, or would you call it more of a 4X thing with the galaxy map? Like, I wasn't fully clear on how that yeah. works so i think it's probably more 4x like you know i think i i took a lot of um inspiration from 4x and 
you know, games like Endless Space or, um, or even just like kind of how you play through StarCraft 2, where you can like kind of choose which missions to go do. And that kind of decides what units you pick up next. Uh, I see. And, and I guess it does have a lot of, I guess it does have the elements of a 4X because there's exploration through the missions, it looked like. Um, mm-hmm. There's expanding not only you know through the missions but also your abilities. Um, you're ex- using diplomacy to because you you not only battle the other races you also have conversations with them. If I saw correct, yeah, yeah. So you have conversations. I know it's a bummer. I didn't <laughs> that video still uploading, but basically you have conversations and you get like a few different choices, and sometimes those choices. Um, will kind of earn you a reputation. And that reputation is one, I don't remember exactly what I called them. They're on the, on the Kickstarter. But basically, I save what your responses are, and you start to kind of gain a reputation uh, in, in that sector, in that empire. And then the people will react differently to you as the, as the campaign goes on. Now, now is this a scripted like linear campaign or is there some procedural elements to it like how does how's the campaign unfold yeah so it's scripted in terms of like each sector so you can think of each sector as like a level because i mean that's that's what it's doing in the engine is loading up a level so each sector that you go to is like a mission and inside of that mission it's more it's still a little bit linear but you're you're uh you're playing against an AI that's making choices based on on what's happening. So in a sense, like it's very linear, linear from the top, and then once you kind of drill down into the mission, it can be you know each each playthrough is going to be a little bit different. And because you're making different choices and choosing which order you do the missions in, each time you play through, you know you can do really different strategies. Um, so I'm, I'm not much of a card battler myself. So how does like, how does the combat work compared to something like, Oh God, what's a card battler game I've played Spaz, What's a card gap paddler game I've played. I played them all with you. Well, what's, what's one I played. Yeah, the, easiest one to, the easiest go-to we can, we can name is like star realms. Oh yes. Okay. That, that's a considered, that's considered a card battling game. I guess it would be, huh? It, yeah. it, it, it's a deck building card battling game. No love for Apollo 4X, please, gentlemen. <laughs> we we said we'd yeah, never so talk about it. We the, said we, the, the game, the game that must be happy name. We said we'd never talk about it, Jim. We said, but it was ne- card combat. Just saying. I guess. What? Yes. Um, what? Really? Yes. I. Oh, okay. thanks. Okay. Thanks for playing. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. Anyway. I've, I've, I've locked it. I've locked it from my mind, bro. So. Yeah, so it's it's kind of a card battler, but you know, in terms of like what you're actually doing in the combat, you're on a you're on a a grid that you can move around in and use different abilities and you have like a cooldown kind of sort of thing on those abilities. And so it's it's maybe a little bit closer to like kind of what you get when you play XCOM, except instead of animated characters, they're like half cards, half animated. Oh, okay. So it's kind of yeah. It's more tactical than just 
you have a deck. Here's what you pull from. It's like there's 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 tactical placement right. and stuff on a map as well. So would you say mm-hmm. the cards are units or like are they the equivalent of like a unit or do they the are they more of like an individual card with abilities? It sounds like yeah, they're like, like a unit. I, they're like a, or go, sorry, go ahead. Oh yeah, no. I you know for the Kickstarter, I I, I was trying to figure out how to how to how to correctly convey that. So I've been calling them characters because, you know, you've got like a unique illustration, you've got these different abilities that they can gain and uh, you're kind of interacting with them as if they're a character rather than like, they're not just like a, a card you throw down in Hearthstone and it runs into the other card on the other opposite lane or something like that. Oh, Okay. I, I, I was, was kind of hoping you were going to say it's like a Hearthstone XCOM hybrid survival crafting simulator with a baseball. Oh, God. But <laughs> you can just, just, just simulate. Yeah, just put, all, just put all that bullshit up on Kickstarter. Just take the money and run. It's good. It's Yeah, it's really hard to like explain. Like when you try to blend a few different genres and do something different, I feel like it's hard to... You don't want to get hemmed in by like saying, oh, yeah. it's just like Hearthstone or, oh, it's just like XCOM. But then if you don't use some of those terms, people are like, well, well, what is it? Mm. So, yeah, it, it's been, that's been a, a challenge. But so yeah, it's when- definitely, it's basically strategy. You're, take, you're doing tactics. You're choosing like, hey, do I want to move my unit out of range of this other unit? Or do I want to attack? Do I want to like focus fire? Or do I want to spam them with abilities? So you're making a lot of choices in in the in the battle, and if you don't know what you're doing, you can you can you can definitely die. That we'll put it that way. Huh, well, that's good. Uh, so, are you is are you always going toward the same goal uh, in the campaign? And if so, what is that goal? Is it to get all your memory back? Is it to save the empire? Like, can you? Are there multiple goals? Like, how does that all mm-hmm. play out? Yeah, so the the overall go, the goal is to you're kind of you're you're up you're upgrading your you as a character, your the android. So you kind of start out you're a little bit you don't you don't really know how long you've been shut down, you don't know much about you, and then you pick up these different memories um throughout the campaign like depending on what mission you're doing doing you might gain a couple memories here or there. And then you'll slot those into this like personality matrix, which is essentially like your set of abilities for your profile. That can kind of just change how you play, do a run through. So if you're someone who like likes to just like get a big ball army and just like mow everything over, you might pick one style of play, and you might have one a certain set, style of upgrades for your profile, or if you, you know, you might have like a personality matrix or something that's like, I don't know, you you uh, you do better on ocean worlds or something like that. So you, know, you might, as you're playing through, you might really be like anticipating going onto these ocean worlds. So just to, just to try to make it a little bit different each time you play through. Okay, that's that's good because uh, I'm I'm a fan of of multiple playthroughs and and some variety, uh, if at all possible. Like, 
I love I love games that allow you to make choices as to what you do next or where you go next. Uh, so so are the cards the symbolic of the unit, or do they actually have like the stats? Like you flip it over, and the, you know, there's the numbers for the guy, or or is it mm-hmm. is it a thing of of just like you you save the art problem of having to animate little dudes running around if you can represent them with cards, right? So, yeah, I wish I could could pull up a pull up a picture. I guess there's some in the trailer. Yeah, well, so, I, I watched the trailer and I and I saw like you know there's a card and a and a gun appears above it and shoots another card which had a really good shield effect on it, and you know so it's, it's kind of like okay so it's it's animated there there's some nice graphics going on, but it, it's also you're you're dodging uh, a lot of graph you know like graphic art overhead that you would have to do if it was like a, a little three D characters running around. Yeah, exactly. Like, and that. That is part of it. So, like, you know, we 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 have a my brother's the concept artist, and so he's able to make these illustrations for the characters. But you know, ha- having to create an animation rig and create you know animations for each unit would be would be pretty intense. And so, because I can I can kind of evoke the same sort of feeling by having the gun appear above you, or having you know whatever weapon it is. Um, or the melee unit, you know, has these knives or sword. And so it kind of gives you, you see it in the picture, you see it on the illustration, and then you also kind of see that 3d attack occur. So it's a bit, it's a mixture of both, but yeah, it's definitely not fully animated. So the, the unit, the actions that the unit can do, is that also card based? Like they have a hand of cards. Uh, so, so the actions the unit can do are on a little click wheel. And so if you when you right click on it, um, it brings up the list of abilities that you currently have. And then uh, there's like a separate screen when whenever you're kind of in the campaign, when you upload, when you spend your experience that you gain from winning battles, you'll upgrade your unit and it's like a little skill tree for each unit. So each unit has or each character has five skills for offensive and five skills for defensive. Some of those are passive. And then, um, yeah, you'll, so you, you do those on the side as you're kind of playing through the campaign and then they're, they're available to you in the battle from that click wheel. And then each unit that, uh, could have these different abilities, but to keep people from just like spamming those all day, you kind of have, you have a meter in the battle that, that refreshes as you play. And some some characters will be able to make that unit refresh faster, you know, so you can spam uh, those abilities a little quicker. Yeah. Did that answer your question? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So it's, it's basically like the the card has built in things, but it's it's not deck building in the sense of like I'm building the abilities that this that this unit can employ. It's just like the unit has inherent things. Yeah, and then you're choosing because like it's like because so- it, you could go for broke, right? Like every card has a deck of cards, and then it plays cards. Against oh yeah, card. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, make yeah, it yeah. totally stupid, right? And yeah, yeah. So I, I definitely like lean into it being a video game and not you yeah. know something that you know you know you're not getting out your beans and putting them on the card to count things, right? So. Uh, 
I definitely lean into it and have it be like, okay, there's these abilities. If you unlock it, great. But if you don't, you know, some people might like get their first unit. So there's like three tiers of units. And that first tier of units that you you unlock, you might say, ah, oh, you know what? I don't really I don't really think I'm gonna need any of these abilities right away. So I'm just gonna like pump these units out and just kind of throw them into battle. I'm actually gonna go save my my resources, save my energy that I've earned, and and uh, upgrade to the next tier units, and then use my experience there to upgrade those. So you have a lot of choice in terms of uh, what kind of strategies you want to employ there. And that's one of the big things about the game is is choice. And it sounds like choice for not only from what mission you take, but which units you use. Um, which abilities they have, which gets upgraded, that sort of thing. So it's like a lot mm-hmm. of, it sounds like you're trying to give the player a lot of interesting choices along the way. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. And actually, you know, I just, I didn't really focus cause I feel like it's can be kind of boring in a, in a trailer to focus on like uh, the nitty gritty of, of how you're earning these things. But you have, I think essentially four different, Four different resources that you're gaining in the campaign, like are on each mission. So you earn minerals, and those are that's typically earned each turn for every planet under your control. And so some planets will have more minerals than others, and that those minerals are typically spent to like churn out more units to build more units. And you earn energy, and energy is this like gaseous resource that is used for. Um, uh, not for upgrades, but for upgrading to the next tier of units or upgrading the number of units you can build in each factory that you have. And then finally, you have like supply just to like keep people from having 2,000 units. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then experience. So each battle you play, like, um, I don't know if you ever guys ever played that Warhammer. Was it Machinus? Machinus, is that right? Am I saying that right? Mechanicus. Mechanicus, yes. Thank you. Uh, at the end of each one of those like battles, right? Like they would earn a certain amount of experience, and you would lose some experience if, if if you had important units that died. So it's the same way here. Like you're you don't ever lose experience, but you don't want to give away too much of that to the the other player because they're going to use that to upgrade their own units. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so how long have you been working on this game? When did you, uh, when did, when did, uh, and what inspired you to start working on it? Uh, about three years full time. And, uh, definitely I was just inspired. Like, I've always been into strategy games and sci fi space video games. And my brother, um, he started as a concept artist over in Bellevue. Uh, at camouflage and so i was just kind of seeing some of the stuff that he was creating and was like hey why don't why don't we why don't we see if we can make something and then as we started to kind of like make something on the side while i was still working it kind of got to a point where i was like you know what i think i think i want to jump into this full time and and dive into it and really really make um make something i can share with everybody yeah so we're we're gonna need you guys to keep the update schedule of the trace brothers 
Well, you know, if you can. The Tracy brothers are uh, prolific with their updates. It's it's crazy just how much they keep putting out updates for the Star Trader games and everything else in that universe. I think the game was done a hundred patches ago, but they continue. That's impressive. Yeah, they're they're um, they're um, they're machines. They're they are they are absolute. They're absolute machines. We don't we don't know yeah, how that, they do it. it's another one of those one of those like brother teams though. Let's just two yeah. dudes. We don't know how games. they do it. We don't know how they do it, but we are impressed as hell that they keep doing it. For sure, for sure. So the Kickstarter uh, started yesterday, and you're already well on the way. So that is great. Uh, what are your like? Because you're probably gonna hit the goal. Let's just be honest. You're probably gonna probably gonna hit the damn thing. <laughs> yeah. Not, knock on wood. Knock on wood. What do you uh, <laughs> What do you foresee as stretch goals once you hit uh, once you hit your goal? Yeah. So uh, I have a list. I don't want to disclose all of them. Here, let me pull it up. <clears throat> what I but basically, um, I, I would. A lot of people have already started asking me. You know, I think some of the first questions people get is, "Oh, it's on PC. That's great, but I want it on my cell phone. I want it on my iPad. I want it on Xbox." And I would love, like I use Unreal Engine, so it's totally, it's doable from like a project management standpoint to, to, to bring it to those. Um, but I would definitely need time to do it. And so I think, um, while I have additional platforms in mind, they, it's also can be pretty expensive. So it's not going to be one of, it's not going to be like my first stretch goal that I, that I unveil. But I think probably the first stretch goal that I'm going to do is um, just additional planet types to kind of get some more content in there. Because, I mean, I had ideas for all sorts of different planets like Dyson spheres and artificial worlds and, you know, you name it. So if I had a little bit of... Everyone loves a good Dyson sphere. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Exactly. So so I think that's probably going to be the first thing that I'll... uh, that I'll probably go out there with. So, so how many of these like missions or battles or whatever are going to be in the final game and how many are in right now? So I'll probably have at least, at least 10 on each race that you're playing. So there's both, both races are playable. You kind of start out playing, for the Varagon, which is the the race of these like aquatic creatures that are inside these cyborg machines, and so so you start out there and you'll be playing playing through, kind of uncovering what's going on, and eventually, at some sort of plot twist, you'll be playing with some of the other units from the from the other from the other race, the Solar, which is like the more of like a kind of undead nano nano machine race that's kind of just eating everything in its path well that's yeah, you said fun. the the one race was like aquatic but in a robot 
Yeah, so like you know, I have it. I have it somewhere. But basically, the uh, the idea for the Varicon. Did you guys ever see that that movie about Europa? That little like short. Yeah. So so the idea is like there's these this, these aliens. Maybe they look kind of like octopus like, and they've been they've been trapped in their like underneath their ice world in their ocean. And then eventually they like crawl out and develop technology. And once they develop that technology, going to other worlds is not a big deal for them. So they expand their empire pretty quickly. And so they're they're kind of these like aquatic creatures that do well with like ocean worlds and they and uh they use a lot of, you know, hard robotic stuff to to get around elsewhere on land and space. So they'll have like some of the some of the characters are like robotic characters. So that in, in certain cases, it, they're not even Varagon technically. They're just like some sort of auto-programmed robots that that are there. Oh, <clears throat> jeez, that sounds kind of insane. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to find our streaming room because I want to post something. With, oh, there it is. So is, is that pretty representative of Virgo? <laughs> oh, so let, me, let me pull it up. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Where is it? The stream. Oh, you've got some new channels in here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that, that's the core. Re- replace the fish with an octopus. <laughs> yeah, for for our people at home who are on the audio version, it's a robot with a goldfish in the. Is it pissed because people have been treating goldfish poorly for years? <laughs> yeah, well, it gets mad, but it doesn't hold a grudge long. <laughs> Oh man. So uh oh, I'm I'm blanking cuz I'm so tired today. I apologize. Stupid. Can you imagine an entire species of sentient goldfish that have to live like memento where they're just like oh. snapping pictures and writing notes? <laughs> right. It's yeah. been a while. I haven't seen that movie in a while. I've, actually, I've never seen it. I've 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 never oh, oh, it's so good. It. So good. I, I I I've said this before, but when it came out I was dating a woman who hated movies. So I missed so many movies <laughs> be, because of that. So I the, but, the the thing that that movie didn't do that it could have done and it would have been amazing is if he would have been the bad guy the whole time, but he didn't remember doing it and he's been hunting himself the whole time. Yeah, but they didn't do so that's that's your bonus. Uh, that's you been the plot of so many games, though. Oh, you mean like you, you end up being the bad guy at the end of? Uh, yeah, Star yeah. Wars. Because of you start out with amnesia, and then you are effectively hunting yourself. Mm-hmm. What? What's what's a game yeah. that's done that? What's a game that's I don't I don't remember. What's a game that's done that? It's like that. It's like that movie. If I, the Philip K. Dick book, um, where Arnold Schwarzenegger goes to Mars. What's in Total Recall? 
Come on. All <laughs> right. <laughs> Get your ass well, to Mars. No, uh, game I, I was thinking of uh, is uh, Stalker. First Stalker, you, you're effectively hunting yourself. What? Really? Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're Sherlock. What? Oh, I never played that. That's one. not really a spoiler. I mean, the game's so been out for so long. If you don't already know, it's well. I guess that's one back. I can check off my backlog. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> oh, jeez, I I didn't know I've that. Played maybe a thousand hours of Stalker, and I've never. Yeah, seen but it. but if you if you're not going to play all the way through the game, you aren't really missing out on anything by not by knowing. That. I did okay. Yeah, well. it's like Skyrim, right? Like I got a thousand hours and I've never seen past halfway in the story. Squirrels. Yeah, I haven't seen a single dragon since the intro. I think I did like two or three main story missions because I love Max von Sydow, but uh, that's really like it's just such a distractible game. <laughs> it's, such a distractible game. So. Um, how many, uh, back to, to Void Eclipse, how many playthroughs do you imagine a typical player will go through? Because it sounds like there are at least a few in there that the player could go through. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the plan, is that you would at least play through, I would say at least three times. You know, you could play more, for sure, and, and have different experience, but at a minimum, you know, if you're, because with the the different reputations that you gain, you yeah probably at least at least a good three before you're you're gonna kind of see most of the dialogue and 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 see most of the, you know, kind of um, plot threads and stuff. Uh, okay, that's pretty cool. I mean, it's 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 always good to. I like games where, um, like you can go back and do different things and see different things. Like I mentioned alpha protocol uh, earlier as a great example of this uh, because obsidian is amazing. Um, but mm-hmm. like I, my first playthrough of that, I was like total by the book, like Jason Bourne, like focused, like professional that my, I'm currently going through my second playthrough where the guy is a total psychopath and everyone hates him and it changes everything. It changes like just about everything. It's amazing. So I always enjoy games that allow you that kind of uh, that kind of freedom. For sure. And it sounds like you will have some of that, even though it's it's kind of linear. You're still going to uh, entice people to replay it because of the different choices they can make. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, you know, I gotta I've got to keep the scope down so that I can release the thing too so i won't uh it's not going to turn into a giant mmo open world always updating anything like that so yeah do you see this as like the start of a franchise because like you have some very colorful races here some some very uh imaginative races here that could show up in other games like the like what the endless folks are doing what what amplitude is doing with the mm-hmm. uh, end, endless games, do you see like if this does well, could you see this branching out into some other types of franchise type thing with the same kind with these same aliens in the same universe? For sure, yeah. Actually, um, when we started out, there were actually three races. 
because you know three is a nice a nice number and uh i eventually i decided like you know okay i'm gonna i'm gonna just stick to stick to two and really polish the game and and make it make the gameplay better um just because i think like trying to trying to add a third race and try to balance all that would be tough but if if the game does well you know i've definitely already got like ideas for what what uh what a third race would be and and how they would how they would be related to the other two for sure oh that's awesome would that be like would that be dlc or would that be like what, how do you envision that happening i would envision it as dlc yeah obviously it's like you know we're a small team like two and a half people i i say a half because our composer is all the way over in germany but um but I would definitely, it would take a, you know, I'd have to release the game, probably bring it to another platform um, before I, before I do DLC. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. It looks like it could be a pretty decent mobile game, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking at, I mean, looking, looking at the way it plays, it looks like it would work well on touch screens, pretty much. Yeah, I had that in mind, actually, when I was, doing it was like oh okay i want to make something that could also i could also do on my ipad and um so I, like i definitely had had it as like a touch interface for a while but i've been sticking to pc just just because like you know making it in unreal engine and getting it steam and uh having the exposure you know I feel like it's a pretty, you know, it's a bit of a niche game because it's, you know, space and it's this hard sci-fi and stuff. So I think that the PC crowd is pretty receptive to that. But you know, it might do it might do well on on mobile too. Yeah, I mean, I I could see a game like this working well on mobile, especially if you could like come and go. Like, can you do that on PC, the PC version where like you play a little bit and then you save and quit, like? Because that's mm-hmm. the kind of that's the kind of game I need. Really, is like something I could play. Yeah, for two, tell me about it. Is like f- something I could play for five minutes. Like, oh, I gotta go, save, quit. You know, mm-hmm. like yeah, that's the goal. The goal is to have so you can play, save your campaign progress, like as you as you go through. So that yeah, it's it's gonna take you a while. It's like um, you're not gonna play it all in one sitting. Oh, and of then, course, of course. Yeah, but then you know, I also have. I've done testing with um, one-on-one multiplayer um, over AWS. So there's, it's built into the DNA of it to, to do oh. one-on-one like missions. So the, the, the multiplayer is not, is not, not a multiplayer on the, the higher like campaign, you know, adventure mode. It's not like, it's not like a co-op game, but the multiplayer is like, you know, if you imagine like the old like StarCraft where you would load up a one-on-one level and play for 10 to 20 minutes, you know, if you made it past the Zerg rush or the Zealot rush. Um, so, yeah, so there's, so there's, there's what, some multiplayer. Love? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those, those darn Terrans. <laughs> They're always tanking and just like cheesing by dropping off their tanks or their medics. Yeah. (laughs) (sighs) 
I am kind of, I'll be honest, I'm kind of running out of questions. I'm, 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 my apologies. I'm very tired today. I was up half the night the other night because of a sick cat and, uh, I really haven't recovered. So I'm very low energy today. So I apologize. Uh, if I don't sound as enthusiastic as I usually do, uh, because I'm just (laughs) like, Oh God, I'm so sleepy. I'm so sleepy right now. Oh my God. I just want to collapse so i apologize i am running out of questions um well on nights like this we should have the guest come in and ask you questions uh, <laughs> <halfway>. <laughs> that'd be like or like a reverse podcast like someone interviews us is that what you're talking about <laughs> yeah exactly it's, it's... that would be weird what, what, the, what would people ask us like well, let's, let's, well, that that would be the scary part because you don't know, Jesse. Jesse, do you have <laughs> if if you could ask a question of a fan uh, of space games or card games or what would it be like? Let, let's let's do that. Let's just do that on the fly here, Jesse. If you have a question for someone who's a potential fan of your game, what would it be? I'll put you on the spot. <laughs> Uh oh! Did we lose him? He quit. <laughs> oh no! Did he drop? No, I don't think so. Oh god, no! Uh, I was just joking. Voice, but... voice is just going. Way to go, Brian! Yeah, I ruined, I ruined everything again. <laughs> just Brian the Ruiner would have been my name back in the dark ages. Uh... But yeah, Jesse, if you had a my back? What... yeah, oh, yeah. My goodness. Speaking oh. of cat, my cat has been oh no throwing I, up the last like four days. Oh no, she's that's bugging the worst. me. She just <laughs> I didn't realize what, of what, the uh, what USB happened? right oh. when you were talking. Wait, what happened? <laughs> no, she's fine. She's she wants to be fed. She's like Aww. circling me, and uh, she knocked the mic out of its, out of its uh, <laughs> USB. So I, was, I thought you could hear me, and then I was like, oh. we we could not hear you at all. We thought. <laughs> I thought I insulted you by turning this on you. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. So I do have an answer. I do have an answer. Uh, or a question. To, you have a no question. One. You have a question. Oh, yeah, a question. That's right. So my question is, uh, what's the attention span of, like, of 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 the fan? And, oh. you know, like, are, you know, because like, oh, I feel like wow. that's hard. Wait, like, what was the question? The, <laughs> what's Squirrel? the attention span of an unladen swallow? Squirrel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, like, that, what, like, are you someone who can play? Hmm. Like for an hour of like Stellaris and just like really dig into like the minutia of like mm. each like thousand buttons that you're going to click. Or are you someone who's like, I need to see explosions in like the first five seconds or I'm, or I'm, or I'm exiting. I'm B. I, I used to be A. Like I'm, I'm fine. The more I stream, if I may take the first uh, answer, uh, the more I stream and the more I record, and the more I play for an audience, I find that when I play for myself, I mm-hmm. I I need something fast. I need something now. I need like like right now my game of choice has been Destiny Two after it went um, free to play because it's just like here's a bunch of guns and game. go and just go and kill stuff. It's like wow, okay, mm-hmm. that's exactly what I need right now. Is just get in there and go like. I, 
it, and it looks so good, right? Oh like, god, it like looks so good. Like all those abilities and stuff. It's like oh. their animations are really on point. Oh my god. Yeah, it's a super fun game. But like 20 years ago, I would have been the person digging deep into Stellaris. You know, 20 mm-hmm. years ago, I would have been the person spending like I was like 20 years ago, um here's a Might and Magic 3 came out. And I can't tell you how many hours I lost to that one game uh in 1999. Uh, sure, there was, like, at least until Free Space 2 came out, I think Heroes of Might and Magic 3 was the game that probably dominated my 1999. And, um, at least that's what I remember. But now, like, I'll, like, look at a game like that, or Stellaris, like, nah. (laughs) I'm gonna, I'm gonna go shoot stuff in Destiny. I don't, I don't have the attention span I once did. I don't have the same Mm -hmm. responsibilities I once did, and, and whatnot, but uh, I I I now need like there's I, there's I, so many games coming out too right not, like, not only that you have but, so many choices not only that but like I talked about this on the blog I need games that respect my time as well mm-hmm. like that's one of the reasons I ask you if you can save and quit like there's a game I am dying to play called Cold Waters it is apparently a modern version of Microprose's Red Storm Rising that is amazing. But apparently the missions themselves can take up to an hour or longer. Like when well, you're actually huge in time compression that you can do still, but, but the, you can't the, save. The major thing in that game is like that is submarine DCS, right? Yeah. Like not all the switches and stuff, but the actual submarine warfare is complicated. Right. Even though and it looks simple. It's like, Oh, I got a guy I click him and I shoot a torpedo right. and you're going to die. Because you know, I don't um, have. So the the real investment is learning how to actually. Right, but also the die. missions take a while, and you can't save, and mm. and and so it's like, why would I do this to myself? Like I've been playing a lot of Strike Fighters two lately, because yeah. that game puts you in the air right near your target, you do your thing, and then as mm. soon as you said mission mission done, you can hit escape and you're out, and you is finished. The only place to buy that directly from uh-huh. Coldwater. Yeah. Yeah, it's $100 and worth it. Oh my god, so worth it. Seriously. If you want to download a massive like des- full collection. It's the whole thing. It's the whole kit uh, and caboodle. Cuz I cuz I own the desert version of it. There's like an Egyptian air is, force. Is is Israel? Yeah. Is it's it, like the Israel. Or or uh, the base I think the base one was a middle I think the base one was a Middle East um was a Middle East one, and then there was also Israel, but yeah, for a hundred bucks you get the uh, the whole kit and caboodle, North Atlantic. But there's also some amazing mods. Like I've been playing this Desert Storm mod where you can fly tornadoes, and uh, it's just wonderful. So, uh, but it's again, it respects my time because I don't mm-hmm. have time to fly. Spend it even with time compression. Like I'm just sitting here, I'm just flying. Do 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 do. And speaking of minding time, right? Like if you if you have any inclination that you might test into the global or into the the global the mobile market, um, mm-hmm. that's a big thing on mobile because it's like, oh, I got five minutes to kill, and then yeah, I'm shut my phone. That right? should be a thing so, on PC yeah. as well. It, I agree. Yeah. I think it should so be a it's, thing it's on PC. It's like as well. a strong strong ability to save state and resume. Yeah, and also like battles that. You know, it, it, it's like don't draw it out longer than it needs to be, kind of oh, thing. You, so, you just yes. want to get resolution because so I'm like, true. okay, I can sit down and I can do one thing, and then I gotta go. So, 
I feel like there's 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 a there's a whole bunch of like roguelites like that. Yes. Like, um, yes. Uh, and, and I actually like I didn't used to be into those, but but now it's kind of like well, it only takes fifteen minutes, and if any if at any point I feel like yeah I'm kind of done with this, I just kind of get a little more like less conservative until until you end up dying and then you, and you don't care because it's like it's auto saving and you probably earned a few points for your next run or whatever yeah or so it's, it's addicting but or, or i get the opposite like i sit down and it's like i'm gonna play a quick game of cog mind and then it's like ah oh, shit i'm actually doing good i'm gonna be here because for- i'm not quitting mm-hmm. or or even if it doesn't have meta progression like a game like spelunky which is just which is just amazing. Like you can run around and you, and the meta progression is you getting better at the game it, it, is the meta progression. So like you can play that for 20 minutes and be like, okay, I died, but I got a little further this time. Yay. I'm going to go have dinner now. <laughs> I think a key point to add on to what Brian's been saying is he doesn't have the patience that he used to have. So certain games that, that he would have liked back then don't have the same appeal as they do now, like XCOM because it's moving dudes on a map and he doesn't have the patience for that anymore. And I know that, you know, based on the, the recent streams in which he's had to move dudes on a map and had not been having fun. Oh, like today, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like today, basically. <laughs> I, I, I enjoy games like that. I still do. I may not have, the the loss of patience that Brian has had, comparatively speaking, but yeah, that can kind of wear down if you're not really into that style of game anymore. Yeah, I'm definitely with with my game. I'm trying to just because I'm noticing it myself in myself. Like I, you, there's a little bit of movement around on the map, but it's you know it's a grid. There's there's not that ma- that many places for you to go, um, and so your 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 focus is more on like managing your little abilities and stuff. And each of those abilities is like endeavors to have these like neat animations and explosions and things to kind of keep you, keep you engaged, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But it also sounds like a game, like, cause you can save in the middle of a, of combat too, right? You can be like, you know, Oh, I got to stop and you can come back to it later. Um, Right. Yeah, I should, I, should, I, should, I should put that in there. <laughs> yeah. So I you mean, can't yet, but you you should be able to. Yeah. Yeah. So that's great. I mean, that that's perfect because like the the great the thing the great thing you want in a game is something you can lose yourself for hours at. But like, if I only can play for five minutes, I feel like I accomplished something, even if mm-hmm. it's I made progress in this battle. You know. Yeah. Like as as long as as long as you've can get a sense of progression, even if it's only after a little bit, you know, that's perfect. You know, even if I made my way toward a goal, like one of the reasons I, I play uh, games on my DS so often, that's my mobile platform of choice is my three DS. Um, is because so often it's like, I can spend like two or three minutes on it, do a thing. And I feel like I accomplished something and close it back up and get back to it tomorrow you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. so so yeah that's that's i think especially with all the games these days as well and increasing as as a lot of us gamers are getting older and so there are more demands in our time so like we need 
you know, games that allow us that flexibility. And a, and a card game and a card combat game like yours uh, sounds like it would easily allow that kind of flexibility. Like, even if you can just move a unit or two and come back to it later, you know, you still made some progress. You still did something, you know? Yeah, for sure. And, and like, it doesn't take very long for each individual battle. So, like, yeah, you could be playing for hours in the campaign, but, like, each individual battle is only taking you, you know, no more than, like, five to ten minutes. So, like, the goal is to keep keep the the space where you're on the planet, like, using your abilities and stuff, you know, keep that down with a timer and stuff so that you're not you're not feeling like it's going to go on forever or something like that. Right. <sighs> well, I I'd say it's a good place to end it. We've been talking about it. We've been talking around an hour. Uh, unless you had another question for the panel here. <laughs> <laughs> another question of fans. Uh I I sure. All what, right. Uh what if you could make a space game, what's the like what would what would your setting be? Oof. You know, like what what what's your what's your mm. ideal setting? Mm. Oh my god! Um, oh that's, that's, god. that's tough because there's there's thirty thirty death war which already exists. Um, then uh, yeah, that's that's really hard. If I could if I could if I could mix the visual aesthetic and the musical aesthetic of 33 death war with the complexity that was star Wars galaxies. I'd have the perfect game. Okay. Just, okay. Just, oh. just saying that, that would be a, that would be a really nice setting. That'd be a really nice setting. I've actually, I'll, I'll recuse myself on answering since I've already been there, done that. <laughs> I, um, <laughs> God, as, as much as the gameplay, can get under my skin. I love the setting of Eve online. Like for, for all the faults of the actual game, the setting I always really enjoyed. Like it's one of the weirder, like space games that felt like you were in this weird alien part of space. Like a lot, a lot of space games are like, eh, it's, you know, you're, it, it feels for a lot of it can, even though it's a space game, we've never been in space. A lot of it can feel familiar. You know, mm-hmm. if you played a space game, a lot of it can feel familiar, but I thought Eve did a good job of not feeling as familiar as some other space games. You know, the universe felt more alien and expansive and weird than. So, I mean, okay, sorry. You just, you just, you just triggered it. If I could have a game um, setting, it'd be the expanse. Oh, mm, mm, I, mm. I spent eleven. I spent eleven years mm. in Eve Online. And no, you're right. I'd no, rather. I'd no, rather have cool. the Expanse. God, that'd be a. That, that would be a fun. That would be fun. That'd be a fun game. I don't know if I'd want to live in the world of the Expanse, but a game in that world. Yeah, I think you'd have a lot of like. You'd have a lot of like gameplay mechanics where you're just like trying to survive, right? Like you, you're running you, out of water. <laughs> you know, it'd be another universe that would make a great setting that really has only maybe had one Firefly. game. Firefly. No, Blade Runner. Like, mm-hmm. there's there are off-world colonies and space fights and stuff in that universe that we yeah. have never that, that we have never so, seen. 
you know? Yeah. So I have a question about that, right? Huh. So that implies that they have faster than light travel because he, he it does it, not if, imply if he, well, no, no, if, no. Yes, it's only in, it's yes, only in the same solar system, right? It, no, no, because he was talking about like seeing Q beams from the Tannhauser gate and the whatever, right? It, it was like, there was some line in there that implied like, oh yeah, they're, they're like, oh, there so there might be some thing, kind right? of a jump gate thing. Yeah, some, you know the something something off uh, from Alpha Centauri or what? Yeah. But yeah, so something like that. But if he hadn't have said that, I would have said, okay, the off-world colonies are actually, you know, just like spinner cities that are out of the Lagrange points, you know, like very Gundam. But uh, I don't know. I mean, it, it's it's kind of it's kind of weird. It's like dystopian Star Trek might be going on up there. You don't know. Isn't there another? Well, there's another movie that that talks about the Ten Hundred Gate that references it. Yes, and that would be um, Soldier with uh, Kurt Russell. Mm-hmm. And Ooh, in, I've never that seen that movie. One. Well, in that movie, there there is unof- there's an unofficial connection between Soldier and the Blade Runner movie. So the guy who did the movie Soldier claims that it's his side story in the Blade Runner universe. So when you think of, if you've ever seen the movie Soldier, like they're super soldiers, right? They've been bred that way or quote unquote engineered that way, which kind of falls in line with the replicant motto. But at the same time, when you look at like uh, his service record, they do like a whole thing with the service record. It mentions a few of the Blade Runner things, but it also mentions like stuff from Star Trek and... You know, so th- there's a few little nods, but then the other connection is, is in the junk pile on the planet that he gets left on. There's actually a spinner cop car that's like in the junk next to him, which is an actual prop from the Blade Runner movie that they what? Had so Soldier is a side. What? It's unofficially, unofficially a side story. What? No. Unofficially. What? <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. That's the soldier is also unofficially a prequel to Halo. What? Not really. But yeah. What? Yeah. What? Maybe. What? Maybe. Come on. Come on. It's because it's because all the people who make this stuff, like, they've just been marinating in the in these films for a while. And you know, as soon as they get a chance to make their own, they're like, I'm gonna put it in there. So so let me put it to you this way. Soldiers are very much a one-trick pony. It's not like a mind-blowing film, but it's it's it's, it's still a fun movie. It's it's also very much '90s sci-fi, which is awesome. I do love me some good '90s sci-fi. No, no question about that. Is that your cat? I just heard, man. Is that it your is. cat? <laughs> uh, you must feed your you must feed your cats earlier than mine because mine are both asleep. No, actually, no, that's not true. One of them is staring at me. It's getting closer to dinner time, so she's like, "Hey, hey." Oh yeah, they they she gets fed at like seven, but she'll start bugging me around three or three thirty. Oh, oh wow, that's so early. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feed mine at seven too, and it's like it's five. <laughs> but they bug you even early. Oh man, do they wake you up in the middle of the night too? No, yeah. not at night. Well, that's but good. That's good. During the day, I mean, luckily I have my noise canceling headphones on, so I just oh, ignore okay. it. But yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, man. Welcome to uh, Cat Chat, a new segment here at the Space Game Junkie uh, podcast where we cat talk cast. about cats. Cat yeah. cast. Welcome to the cat Those cast. Headphones, it's like Between two cats. <laughs> I actually literally am between two cats right now. Um, so, yeah, folks, uh, just to wrap up, the game is Void Eclipse. It is on, uh, it's on uh, Kickstarter right now. Uh, and how, it's got what twenty some days to go? Hang on, where is it? Where is it? I've got so many windows. 20, 20, 28, 29. Today's the second day, so. Oh geez, yeah. So that's about a month to go as we record this. So it'll be, you have until the end of November twenty nineteen. Uh, we're dating ourselves, but you have until the end of November twenty nineteen, to uh, to uh, back the game. It looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, it looks like it's going to have all kinds of weird aliens and combat. And it looks like it's going to be able to run on because it's got like it's it's kind of card art. So like you won't need uh, a rocket. You won't need a rocket of a computer to run it. You'll run on just about anything. And also it's on Unity. So, again, it'll run just about anything. Uh, so it's on, it's on Unreal. Unreal. Sorry. God. Oh, no worries. Sorry, I'm. I probably meant to say Unreal, and because they both begin with you. God, I've done. Do. I've, ac- do. I've actually done that before. I've actually mixed the two up before. Um, that's not the first time. Uh, so, folks, just a couple quick programming notes before we wrap up. Tomorrow on the stream, we are doing Caves of Cud. Hopefully, I'll be more awake for that than I am for this. And then, uh, God, I feel like such an ass right now. <laughs> I so apologize. And then uh, Thursday. By request, uh, it's going to be my last stream because I'm going to have a heart attack. Uh, Alien Isolation uh, playing. Thankfully, it's going to be oh, in day. Good. Thankfully, it's going to be in. Body is ready. Thankfully, it's going to be in daylight. It's going to be Wait in daylight. And uh, you must what? promise me that what? you will play the Crew Expendable DLC that I bought for you. Uh, I'm going to play for because three hours. Gets, I don't. That, I know, but play the Crew Expendable thing first. Because it gets right to the point. Yes, you can choose to play that any old time. Um, All the DLC is like side mission things that exist separate from the game. But the crew expendable thing is essentially the final 10 minutes of the movie Alien. You're ripping the reactor and blow up the ship and get to the shuttle. That's it. Don't forget the cat. 10 minutes long. Yeah, don't forget the cat. Never forget the cat. It's 10 minutes long. The alien really isn't up your ass the whole time. But it's like playing that, I got such a reappreciation for the movie because it was just like, damn, okay, now I kind of get what position she was in, right? It's like to see it on the screen, one thing, to kind of like live it, it, then it's just like, oh, yeah, this is uh, tense. Ripley was badass. She was one of the baddest asses around. Um, all right. I'll try and remember that on Thursday morning. Um, but yeah, so that's Thursday morning. Uh, I'm a little nervous oh, about I- it. And and uh, Friday is Evercron Legacy. We're returning to Evercron Legacy. Uh, Jesse, were you going to say something? Oh, yeah. I forgot that I should, I should probably plug for my own game. Uh, each during the Kickstarter, so we have... Like I think for four yeah, four uh characters revealed for each race right now. So there's eight characters. And then each week we're gonna reveal another character. So there'll be 
four new characters that that we post up and and add onto the Kickstarter for people to see. So there's oh. there's additional stuff coming, coming more content. Oh, good. Awesome. Yeah, people people like Kickstarters that have regular updates, so that's great. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, again, uh, it's on Kickstarter. Void Eclipse. Check it out, folks. Thank you so much, as always, for watching and listening. Uh, to our patrons, as always, thank you so much for supporting us. You guys help keep the light on, lights on around here, literally. You have helped us buy lights. Uh, if you want to find out how to support Space Game Junkie, you can go to spacegamejunkie.com slash support, where you can find links to Patreon and our merch store and affiliate links if you want to buy a game on the Epic Game Store like we just did. Uh <laughs> then uh then yeah uh check it out and again thank you so much for listening and watching and jesse thank you for being a very patient guest i'm usually again not the slow energy i apologize uh but oh, no no worries i'm been, glad to be here we're, we're we're glad to have you but i i'm usually a little more on the ball than this i apologize but uh folks thank you so much as always and we'll see you tomorrow morning bright and early and again hopefully i'll be more awake for that one so have a great one y'all bye-bye